Welcome to Divine Downloads. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and this is a show where we help you create your reality. And I'm really excited for today's guest because she's a one, she's been a client of mine. And through her, I actually got to experience how you can use human design and astrology in a way that I had never experienced before, which for me, you know, like I love all this stuff. I live for human design. I live for astrology and the way Jenna approaches it and how she looks at it is unlike anything I've ever experienced before. So I'm super excited to share her with you, um, to share a little bit about, you know, her take on how she navigates human design in what I think is an incredibly unique way. Um, and we're going to kind of investigate a little bit about my chart um, so that you can kind of see live in action what, you know, working with Jenna is like and the insights that come from this specific kind of reading. Welcome, Jenna. Thanks so much for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I've been a longtime fan of your podcast Aww. and just in general. <laughs> <laughs> well, so why don't you explain to us a little bit more about this, what I think is an incredibly unique take on human design and how did you get, you know, attracted or into doing it in this way? Yes. So, um, I guess like to start off, you know, I was always into astrology, like even as a child and, you know, through life and experiences, you get pulled in different directions, of course. But when I first heard about human design, you know, it just, it resonated with me so deeply. Um, just my energy type, I'm a projector and the conditioning and the um, feelings that they describe projectors having just like resonated with me so deeply that I just dove down the rabbit hole. And I noticed because of my love for astrology and, um, you know, studying it for such a long, long time, just how connected and important astrology is within human design. So the really interesting thing, and I'm just like peeking at your chart here, cause it's, it's a fun one. Um, <laughs> The really interesting thing is we know that human design is made up of many ancient wisdoms. You know, we have astrology, you have the Hindu Brahmas chakra system, you have the Jewish Kabbalah. Um, and then, you know, one of my favorites too is there's actually um, quantum physics involved as well, which is just awesome. But if you think about it, the astrology piece, where the planets were at the time of your birth and... Um, you know, in, in human design, you have your design and your personality side. So you have two sets of almost quote unquote birth times. So you have your time of your birth, which determines your personality side or your mind. And then you have approximately 88 days before where the planets were at that moment in time, which determines your body or your design side. And where these plants were is where they are on your charts in the gates. And the gates are what are the little numbers in those shapes in the centers, which the centers represent the Hindu Brahmin chakra system, right? Without those astrology placements, you wouldn't have the gates. You wouldn't have your definition in your centers, what makes you defined, what makes you undefined. And what determines your definition in those centers is what makes your energy type in your aura. So you wouldn't be a manifester if we didn't have the astrology to define those centers. And I wouldn't be a projector if we didn't have the placements of these planets to define my centers that make me a projector. 
And so that's where I was like, wow, this is like really important. And not a lot of people dig this deep into it. And it just, as a projector, that's something that I do. Like I dig really deep and I see the depth of things and I see how the systems work. And it's just something that clicked for me. And it's something I became really, really passionate about. And I saw how it impacted my clients and people I've done readings for. And it's just been, you know, I've just taken off with it since then. And, you know, it's, it's what I'm passionate about. I love it. And, um, you know, I'm going to put in the links for anybody that's listening to this, we'll put a link. Um, you can put your favorite, or I'll put mine to just how to get your chart so that if someone's listening to this and wants to have like their chart up and look at it and be like, what's that look like on uh, my chart? I highly recommend doing that. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm like, so where do we start? Well, first of all, I want to say that for me, and I have some other, I've done a few other human design podcasts on here. So I'll post some of those below if someone is like, if you're entering here, because I really want to go deeper with Jenna than I've done in the past. Like we've done some, I've done some pretty like, you know, going over the energy types and stuff like that. And I'm sure that'll kind of, it always weaves its way into everything, of course. But I want to go deeper because I do think it's, really unique like when you did that workshop for us inside divinely design your life and you were talking about it in a way um i think we were talking about our jupiters right yeah where our jupiters mm -hmm. were right and it was so unique how you can use these different aspects um to really you know inform you and that's one of the things i've i have felt about both human design and astrology is that it won it helps us, I think, fully accept kind of how we naturally are and some of our natural inclinations and like lean into that more. And I think it also informs us so much about what's genuinely in alignment for us. Um, yes. So yeah, so let's like, so why don't you tell me what are when you are looking at someone's chart, what are some of your favorite areas to look and like what do they tell you about that person or whatnot <laughs> so the first thing that I look at is really where you're defined and then also like your centers that are defined and then also the gates you have defined um and just like just like a quick glance at the pictures not even going into the planets yet because where you're defined shows your strengths in this life and this definition also is like magnetic to other people. So you are outputting this energy, like let's say, for example, you have four centers defined on your chart. And these four centers have this energy that people notice in you. Like when you're living in alignment within these centers, like people are gravitated towards you because they're just amazed by how you manage this energy so well. They want to learn from you. And that's kind of where I look. So for example, you have your spleen and your heart center are very defined. You have four out of seven gates in your spleen defined, which is our spleen rules are health, wellness, vitality, and intuition, which makes a lot of sense because you, like you got started with, you know, all the um, eat with intention cookbook and all of that stuff. And you speak from your intuition a lot. And it's also, you have a channel connecting your spleen to your heart center and you have three out of four gates in your heart center defined. So this is your desires. 
like you, your resources, your like money manifestation, like this is you connecting your intuition with your desires and going for it. Um, so literally my whole business right there in my chart. (laughs) Exactly. Then add into that, that your throat is also defined. And that's what makes you a manifester is you're having your throat defined, but your sacral is not defined. And your throat is connected by a channel. That's the only center, sorry, the only gate in your throat is connected to your spleen through a channel. So it's speaking about your intuition and sharing that with others. Like that's your gift of expression is sharing your intuitive gifts. And so each gate in the spleen represents a different intuitive gift. So for example, you have- um, Wait, I want to pause you right there. I want to pause you right there on the centers. I want to get into that. But first of all, because I just know we have so many listeners here that Mm -hmm. are following their heart to like, figure out what is the business that lights them up and maybe either have like a side hustle or launching their own business. And I think like you just unveiled like a huge cheat code for people that I want to like take a moment and make sure that they're like processing this because if you pulled up your chart, the centers, I'm going to call them, they're like triangle type shape, various (laughs) shape, little triangle squares, things you'll see them. They're like the, the things, the middle down the chart. (laughs) Um, looking at what those are, looking at the ones that are defined. And um, why don't we just go through before I, I do want to get to what my spleen gates are, but for, the, <laughs> <laughs> but for the sake of other people that may have other centers, can we just go through the other centers as well? And if someone's listening and they are like, oh, that sent my, my, whatever this center, my, um, what's the one that I don't have defined the solar plex? I'm calling it the solar plexus, but it has a different you- name. It's the emotional solar plexus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, this is a great thing. If you're someone that's wondering, like, I want to share my gifts in the world and I need greater clarity on like, what are the gifts I'm meant to share? What are the things that people naturally look to me for? What are the things I'm naturally magnetic when I talk about or I share about? Um, Listen up, listen up. Okay. So share some of the other centers so people can kind of check it out and see what happens. Absolutely. So I'm going to start at the top and keep in mind too. So if you're defined, this is going to be colored in on your chart. This shape on your chart will be colored in any color. It doesn't matter. That makes it defined. If it's white, that means it's open or undefined. And if it's undefined, that's not a bad thing. That actually means that you're, you gain wisdom through that center and you actually are absorbing other people's energies. It's like you're an empath in that area. And so you're gaining wisdom from a whole variety of people, environments, and you channel that process it and then you get to have that experiential wisdom to gather from and that's actually a great place to coach from so I always like to say we teach from our defined centers because that's something that we are like we have consistent energy in that space we have strengths and people are looking to us in that space but we can coach from our open centers or undefined centers because we have the wisdom in those centers to be able to have a wide array of experiences take in what the other person is sharing with us and then have that output to help guide that person in whichever direction they need to go. 
So I love that. I love that. Teach from, <laughs> teach from your defined and coat from your undefined. And that makes so much sense for me too. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we start off at the top. Uh, that is your head center. This is where you get ideas, inspiration. This is a great place um, for channeling ideas and brainstorming. Um, this is something that you know, you do have a lot of mental pressure up here. This is what they call it a pressure center where you might feel a lot of pressure to come up with the best idea, come up with more ideas. And, you know, are you coming up with um, ideas that are meant for you or meant for other people? And it's kind of finding that discernment, you know, whether or not, again, if you're defined or undefined, finding that consistency in what is meant for you and what's not. But this is a great place for ideas, inspiration. What was an example, I'd say, of if someone has that defined and what would you say that that then is a person that's like magnetic for their ideas or their way of thinking and how, okay. Yes, yes. So like you are somebody who people might go to because you, you're like the master brainstormer. And, you know, you have ideas coming in left and right. So this is somebody who you know, you are somebody who are, is magnetic, if you're defined here, is magnetic for those ideas. And then if you're coaching here, if you're open or undefined, this is somewhere where you can help somebody take or find clarity in their ideas mm. and bounce ideas off of you. Yeah. Sounds like also great for like a consultant, right? Someone that like comes yeah. in, like has a short talk about like someone's business or whatnot or life or whatever it is, and then gives them a bunch of ideas to kind of run with. Exactly, exactly. Um, so then the next one down is your Ajna center. And this is where you take those ideas and inspiration that you just got from your head center and you are processing them. You are forming perspectives, you're forming opinions, beliefs. And this is this is like equivalent to your third eye center as well, or chakra, just say. Um, I'm so used to saying centers now. <laughs> So this, if you're defined here, this might be somebody who is, um, you know, really has clear beliefs and opinions and is able to, you know, be a big influencer because they know they have certainty about things and they're really truly in touch with what they believe and can share that out so that people are magnetized to how this person you know, is firm and certain and confident in what they believe and their opinions about the world. And if you're open here, this is somebody who has a wide array of perspectives and who can shine new perspective. If you're stuck trying to find the solutions to a problem or answers to a question, this is somebody who might gather that wisdom and be able to help support you find you know, an answer mm. or a question or a solution to a problem. So I feel like if you're defined in that area, I see that as not like not just this, but like one of the potentials for that I see could be like an advocate for a cause, right? Or someone that's like, you know, let's save the planet or maybe a strong political advocate or, you know, like a, just like someone that's really um, an advocate for whatever it is that they believe in and wanting to like spread that and influence through their opinion. Right. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Because whenever you have that strong opinion and perspective, this is that big strength of yours. And it's about coming to alignment and knowing like, 
what is worth me focusing on versus what is worth me letting go. It's trying to come back to that consistency of not always needing to find the answers to problems or solutions to problems, but knowing what is worth, like you said, what's worth the fight, what's worth me sticking to my beliefs. Yeah. And for anyone that has that and is thinking of going in that direction or is in that direction, I think it's also about just knowing that part of your mission is like here to share, here to share and like raise awareness. And like, not everyone's going to agree with you, but your mission is not to make everyone agree with you. Right. It's to kind of just, you know, be, be the lighthouse, be putting it out there and, and that will fulfill you. Right. Exactly. So then the next one down is your throat center. And this is, you know, you've got your ideas and inspiration, you process them into beliefs and perspectives. And now here is where you are expressing it out into the world. Um, and then this is what we said you have defined because you are meant to share and express these things that are connected to your splenic center, your intuitive hits. Um, this is a gate where somebody might be really good at writing copywriting here um because this is again it's a, it's any sort of communication expression you know journalism um and again it depends on like what other centers you have defined and what's connected to it and if this is open or undefined here this might be somebody who's really good at you know finding like marketing sales pages and knowing like what the other person might want to hear. So mm. because you're taking in all of that other energy, like I have this center completely open and it's something that I have to become more aligned with to be a little bit better at that. <laughs> because that's, that's like a real weakness of mine because I've had so many wounds around speaking and communication. Um, you know, if anybody's familiar with astrology, my Chiron's in Gemini. So that's just like a really deep wound. And so, and having that open throat on top of that, it's like, well, I don't want to speak because what if I'm judged for what I have to say, or, you know, I want my voice to get in the room, but then people are not liking what I have to say, you know, so I just kind of sit back and be quiet. And so it's coming into that power of knowing that, okay, my voice can change for whoever it needs to be. Um, you know, if somebody needs something for a health and fitness type of program, like I can kind of match my energy to theirs. Or if somebody's doing something for astrology, I can match that and my energy to theirs. Whereas somebody who has this consistent energy def defined, you are able to put out and express like be like we said, a journalism or journalist who's able to consistently put out energy for a multitude of people. It's a strength of yours. You know, somebody who's a public speaker, it is a strength of yours. Yeah, so I feel like for me, with that center and its connections, at least, it's almost like, if I don't do it, like, sometimes I'll just, you know, t try to take a break from, you know, work or Instagram and like, kind of do my own thing. It literally feels weird. Like, I don't feel well, mm -hmm. right. And there's like such a, it's almost like a healthy flow and release when I'm just like sharing when I'm like in that consistent thing of sharing, I feel so much better. And then I don't know what I would do if I was born before, like, I don't know, I would definitely, if we were like in a different time, I'd be like the person that'd be like, meet me at the olive tree when the dawn rises, right? And I'd be like <laughs> sharing stories. 
And that 100% makes sense that like, because it's connected to your spleen, which rules your health and your wellness as well. Ah, like it's part of your, your vitality. It's, it's like healthy for you to express yourself. So that like it, that's why I was smiling. Cause it just, it all makes sense. All connected. All connected. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's what I love this stuff because I feel like mm-hmm. it's so affirming. And I know that, you know, just for like you, like, for instance, it's like, it's, I already knew all these things about me, right. Just by who I am. Right. But to actually have you say like, well, I could see that even if I didn't know you at all, even if I didn't see, you know, know, like what you do or who you are or whatever thing like that, I could just see all this in your design. And it's so cool to like, have that affirmed with like, good. I'm like Mm -hmm. on the right path. (laughs) I love it. So then the next one down is, it's the diamond shape, um, the fourth one down, and this is your G center. And this is your center of self. This is self-love, um, your purpose in life, your direction. And so this is somebody who would like make a really good like self-love coach. Like if you are, have this defined, a really good self-love coach, somebody who's like really embodying that you know, it's okay to be empowered by ourselves and loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves uh, is so important. So this is somebody who is really good at sharing that or somebody even like a purpose coach, I guess you could say, or, um, you know, somebody teaches on purpose and finding your life path and direction. Whereas if you have this open and undefined, this is somebody who might be able to, um, you know, help and support you in finding your purpose or um, like if you're like, uh, I even think almost like a guidance counselor or um, one of those career coaches, like in high school, somebody who's able to help those high schoolers who are looking to figure out what they want to do with their life because they can take everything in and then kind of channel that wisdom towards the person who they are working with. So then the next one is the little one. If you're looking at your chart, it's to the right of the G center. It's like a little triangle. That is your heart center. And it's a small one. There's only four gates in there. And it's very interesting because the heart center is actually like your desires, your resources, money. It's like a very ego-centered center. And so this is somebody who can, if it's defined, can really teach on money, can teach on, you know, bringing your desires to life. <laughs> you do. And I love the Myth word desire Asian. too. Like I'm all about like, <laughs> um, and, you know, any sort of resources. And then somebody who's open here might coach on this. They might coach around, um, you know, again, it's kind of the same thing. So you could coach around money. Like if it's defined, you can teach on it and don't, don't take this, you know, word for word, but it's, it's just a strength that if you have this defined, you can teach on it, but that doesn't mean you can't coach on it. It's just something that people are going to be attracted to you for. I think it, it is, it is different though. And it's such an interesting Like, I'm glad that you pointed out that difference with these centers, because it's something that I don't often think about. But now that you say it, I'm like, makes so much sense. There are certain things you can teach where, for instance, like you can create a course on it or you could write a book on it or you could talk. And then sometimes it's a very different thing 
than working one-on-one with it. Right. Yeah. Um, and there can be things that, you know, you could easily write a book on, but then Mm -hmm. you're one-to-one with someone and there's a part of you. I almost feel like the things that you have to teach on, like that you're like really good at teaching on, there's a part of you that it's almost like, well, you just do this, this, and this. So not really, obviously like anything, like you learn, you become a better coach. The more you coach, you learn how to do it and you get past your own blocks on it. Right. When you have those blocks where you're like, well, A plus B equals C. So I'm not sure why you keep on trying to add A and D because it's not going to equal C. Right. Mm -hmm. But it is, Mm -hmm. it is, that's a really good thing to look at. And especially because again, I know a lot of people that listen to this are coaches or, you know, are, um, people that in some way are, you know, helping other people in, in their different aspects of their business. So it's, it's a good self-study just to look at your chart and say, huh, how does this reflect in like the areas that I'm like super confident sharing about? And also what might be like a better course for me to, to like record or to teach, right. Or a better book for me to write. And then where are the things that I'm really great at you know, ideating with someone or or just like asking questions and kind of like have a lot of perspective around, right? It's fascinating. I love it. (laughs) Absolutely. So we'll stick with the right side of the chart for now. If you go to the um, down from the little triangle, there's a bigger triangle on the right-hand side. That's your emotional solar plexus. And this is, um, you know, where your emotions reside. It's experiencing, like if you're defined here, no matter what, if you're defined here, you are an emotional authority, which um, again, we won't dive in too deep here, but this it's like your decision-making apparatus. And you go through something called an emotional wave where you can experience emotions for no reasons at all. You just are on this wave and you're just riding the emotional wave. Uh, it could be ups and downs and there's different types of waves. But knowing that you can teach on emotions, you can teach on almost, it's like self-empowerment to like being the ability to say no to others or, you know, following that instinct um, according to your feelings. And if you're open here or undefined, you are like a real empath and not to say people who are defined here aren't but if you are open like you are legit taking in other people's energy in this area because anywhere you're open or undefined you are taking in other people's energy and so you have to ask yourself are these emotions mine and so this might be a really good space for you to coach around people who you know experience highs and lows and emotions and help work people like a a therapist would be really good in this area. Somebody who's working with highs and lows of emotions and you can help support them because you have the wisdom of all of these emotions around you and you've had to learn how to process them and distinguish and discern what is yours and what's not. Yeah, I think having that undefined has been for me personally, was so helpful in realizing all the things I feel are not my own. Um, And acknowledging that, and especially, you know, if you're coaching in any level, you're 
I mean, living in any level, let's be honest, right? Even if you're like, quote unquote, unofficially coaching a friend or a family member, right? You're like mm-hmm. in that emotional space and being, it does, uh, it's both a superpower and it's something that you need to keep in check for your own sanity, right? It's to know like, okay, well, it's great. I can, I'm feeling all this so I can really meet them where they're at. And I can really, you know, I think sometimes I have a good parameter for what someone can handle hearing based on their emotional space. Yeah. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's also good for you to be able to walk, you know, that's definitely, I think having an open um, emotional center is lots of like shaking it off, clearing the energy, like really like remembering that like my base is like neutral has been huge. Mm -hmm. And something too, that like, as I was getting to know myself in this center a little more, because I'm also undefined here, you could take on energy and emotions from movies that you watch, because like, I would watch really sad movies. And I'm like, why am I so depressed? Like this didn't even happen. Oh and- my God. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. There is this TV show. There's a TV show called A Million Little Things on Hulu. I don't know if anybody has watched it, but I think my husband, my husband was so mad at me because I would watch it. I would watch it like after work, like I was, I was like cooking dinner or whatnot. I would watch it and then he'd come home and I'd be so depressed. And we'd be like, it's the show. You always watch the show. He was like, how do you not see that it's the show that's making you feel this way? There's nothing in our life. And so I like, he was like, just, just experiment with what happens if you don't watch. <laughs> and it's true. I had to stop watching it. I really loved it. I watched, I watched probably more than I should have it. But, um, but I was like, wow, this like show really, it doesn't like, it's a great show. I highly recommend if you're down for it. But um, yeah, you have really have to like, <laughs> be yeah. conscious of that. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, yeah. I have to really watch, like, I can't watch the depressed things no No. yeah (laughs) now we know why (laughs) so if you travel straight across to the left there's another square in the middle of your chart it's the second from the bottom this is your sacral uh center and this is your life force energy um this is creativity this is um just energy and productivity in general And so if you have this defined, this is somebody who actually like is really good and has a strength in, you know, focusing on tasks and getting stuff done, um, being a productivity person, like, and just, you know, knocking things out. And what's really interesting, Cassandra, is you have four gates, even though you're undefined here, you have four gates defined. So you have a lot of this energy. It's just not consistent and it's the same with me too so it's like you know where okay yeah I'm really good with this type of energy but I'm gonna plummet pretty quickly because I don't have the ability to to sustain that energy Mm. okay let's put a pin in that because I want to hear more about that when we get back to gates (laughs) after this but that I mean honestly that was one of the biggest ahas of human design in the beginning where I used to call myself like an eccentric artist to people like to (laughs) when I tried to explain like how I work um because you know even though I have a a business and successful business I definitely work in like like you would think I'm like a 
I don't know, an eccentric artist, you know, where like I'll work in like crazy thing. I'll do more work than anyone would imagine getting done, you know, in like four days or three days. Right. And then I will do probably less work than a lot of people for like the next week or whatnot. And it's kind of like a wave. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always felt like for the longest time, I thought something is wrong with me. Like I am just like malfunctioning. And when my first human design um, woman that I met, we were both speaking at a conference and we were just chatting and she was like, oh, like, can I do your profile or whatnot? And she just, you know, gave me kind of a reading on the spot. And as soon as she was like, she got called that out in my energy. And I was like, oh, I meant to be this way. <laughs> it was so free. Nothing wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with me. And I was like, yeah, because, you know, I'm mean, could. I don't want to get too off topic, but you know, our society definitely focuses on like more of like the generator um, energy mm-hmm. flow. And so I think being like a projector, reflector, manifester, it's really like you have to allow yourself to live in a different energy flow than the rest of the world. Yeah, 100%. And you know, like, that's something that I work with constantly is, you know, I same thing, not having my sacral defined. I'm tired all the time. And like, yeah, I can get stuff done because I have a lot of gates to find there. And I have a lot of motor centers that provide energy, but I don't have that one. And so I can plummet really quickly and get tired really quickly. And I was the same way. What's wrong with me? Why do I need a nap every day? Why do I just want to sleep? <laughs> you know, but we tire out faster. Yeah. And I think it's so important to know. I think You know, when I work with people and we're building a business for them, if there's someone that's like not conscious of this stuff, Mm -hmm. I will do their chart for them. And at least, you know, I don't know to the level of depth you do on any level, but like even from like the basic of like their energy type and their, um, their strategy and stuff like that, like looking at their energy type alone, I can say like, don't try to make this a nine to five if you're a projector, right? Like we get into that thing or vice versa, like with the generator being like, yeah, like don't try to like only work for an hour a day. Like you need to kind of like run that battery, but you need to find what lights you up. And that's why I think, you know, this information, and I love that we're just randomly doing this like energy center thing, because I think it's so helpful. Mm -hmm. I literally think that learning this stuff is the, it's helpful in every aspect of your life. But I have found it to be so incredibly impactful in my business and how I run my business in a way that I'm happy. And also I'm playing to my strength and like everything flows. Yeah. Oh, it's, it, it's night and day when you are aligned with your human design and your business, because then you actually are able to stick with, you know, what, even for anybody, what lights you up and what what works with your energy and attracting people to you through how you magnetize people to you naturally. And when you're aware of that, it's, it's mind blowing. So I love it. Yeah. Okay. Let's finish out these energy centers. And then Yeah. So basically like we were just talking about, if you're undefined or open in your sacral, like you don't have that consistent energy. Uh, So this is somewhere where you might be able to help people like Cassandra was saying, she does help people understand where they can um, learn, like how to structure their business, like a business coach, how to structure their businesses. Right. So you can coach from this specifically to specific people. 
And then if we keep going across to the left, that's where your splenic center is. So this is a triangle pointing in towards the bottom of your chart. And if you have this defined, this is somebody who's like a great health and wellness coach um, and it, somebody who's very intuitive. Um, this is somebody who might be like really in touch with their body and their intuitive body. And if you're open or undefined here, um, actually somebody, I love this term, uh, Lauren from our mastermind, uh, she coined this term or told me about this term, but you're almost like a medical medium here where you, you can get sick very easily because you're taking in other people's health issues. Wow. And I see this in my own children. I have one, my older son is defined here and my youngest son who's still like a little baby mm -hmm. he is undefined here and the younger one started daycare in August and he is always sick oh he has not been healthy I shouldn't say that he's a very healthy child but he yeah. has not had a cold since August or April whenever it was that he started that is so funny and wow. my other one fine he'll get it for a, like something for a day and then be done with it so it's just, it's phenomenal. And like, you can almost pick up on what other people might be struggling with in their health. Mm. This is somebody who's like really in tune with what other people might be struggling with in their body and in their systems. And also using these intuitive gifts or helping people tap into their intuition specifically. Oh, for sure. Wow. That sounds really cool. And also just like, you know, um, I think from it's another one of those ones where it's like, it's having that level of awareness, mm -hmm. right? To be like, oh, well, this isn't me, right? And even in those moments of being like, oh, no, this isn't like, I've, I've worked with medical mediums. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, I'm feeling like you get this pain in your shoulder, right? And they're feeling it. But immediately when they're feeling it, they know it's not them right? They know it's actually me. And they're like, oh, I'm being called to point out to this, you know, because of that. So I think if you have that, it's also, you know, the more you start playing with that gift of really that, like, not everything, same thing, like with the emotional center, right? Not everything you feel is yours. Well, not everything yeah. that ails you is yours. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's the same, like, you're, like I said, if you're open or undefined in any center, you're an empath in that center. So like with the sacral center being undefined, we pick up on other people's energy. So we can get energy bursts, but then we get in a room alone and we're like, whoa, I'm tired. <laughs> that energy is now gone. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> it's fun stuff. <laughs> so then you get to the bottom one, the last one, that is your root center. And this is your center. Uh, it's another pressure center. So this is where we get the pressure to get things done. This is a stress center. This is our ambition. This is our drive. This is where we create goals and we just like go out and do the thing. Um, so if you are defined here, you are somebody who has like that consistent energy, like you know how to process your stress. So you're somebody who's able to, and, and ambition and goals. So you're able to help or sorry, you're able to teach people goal setting processes. You're able to teach people how to process their stress and live a more stress-free life. I want to say, I want to say a healthier life because we all experience stress. Yeah. And then if you're open or undefined here, this is somebody who would be really great, like goal-oriented coach. So somebody who can really break down goals with you 
and bring you through that process. Somebody who's like able to help you maybe create goals that work for you, that are manageable for you so that you actually achieve them. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I think that also just like a realization around that where it's like the more I've heard you say like, this is what you would teach or this is what people are attracted to and then this is what you coach. It's also like, if you have that undefined area I don't want to say it's like an area that you struggle with more but it's an area where maybe you're open to like different strategies in it doesn't come as like innately or strongly so therefore in a lot of ways you become a better coach at it because someone that instinctually you know always has great energy right would probably never even think about how your energy levels should affect how you design your business right right um so I, I think that's, that's so cool how even the areas where we might have more assignments in or we might be looking at different examples and they also empower us in those different ways to be really excellent coaches or therapists or advisors or whatnot in that area. Absolutely. Ah, so juicy. That was so juicy in and of itself. Um, <laughs> okay, so now let's, dial it in if if you are doing uh let's say you're doing a, a reading for me and I'm an entrepreneur where's the next where's like the next part you would look at after kind of going over what you just did with me for the centers absolutely so I kind of go to your incarnation cross and for those of you who do not know that that is your personality so if you're looking at your chart the symbols on the right-hand side going down, those are the planets at the time of your birth. And so that's your personality or your mind side. And so we look at the sun and the earth, which is the first and the second symbol. And then on the design side, which is the left-hand side, again, that's where the planets were 88 days before you were born. And that is your body or your unconscious subconscious side, design side. And we also look at the sun and the earth there. And the reason why we do this is this is if um, I also do deep work in the gene keys, which is basically the gates and the numbers in human design, but gives more of a spectrum of the frequency of the gate. So you get a more in-depth look at just, oh, this gate means this. In the gene keys, when you look at the gates, you're looking at, okay, there's a low frequency. We call this the shadow all the way up to a gift frequency, which is like what we look to attain. And then there's something called the city frequency, which is the highest frequency, which is like enlightenment in that area. Um, but I always focus on, at least in the beginning, shadow to gift, because that's a really attainable and usable thing. Um, it's practical. We can implement that now. and my big thing is when we become aware of the shadows, like oh, awareness is number one, because once we bring awareness to what the shadows are, then we're able to take the process and alchemize it to that gift. And we're never going to get rid of the shadows. They're in our energy. They're in our DNA, but we can always come up with our own processes to get us to that higher frequency. So your incarnation cross in human design, those four placements I was talking about, kind of go over your life purpose. So in addition to having those centers that we just talked about, you also have these specific keys for how your energy plays out and how people kind of look at you and see you. So 
For you, what I found really interesting, if we go to your son on the right-hand side, which is your conscious or your personality son, yours is in gate 55. And this is in your emotional solar plexus that we talked about. You have undefined. You don't have that. You're an empath here. You don't have consistent energy, but it's the only gate that's defined. And what's really interesting is that this place, that sun placement uh, on your personality side makes up 70% of your energy. So even though you don't have that defined, this gate for you is like, whoa, I'm going to feel this and I'm going to be aware of this. What is this gate? So this is <laughs> 70% of my personality. You're going to love this. Are you ready? So this is gate um, of spirit and abundance. And this is you trusting in the abundance of the universe and the infinite possibilities that the universe can provide for you. That's the gift frequency here. And knowing that because it's in the emotional solar plexus, that this is actually an emotion. This is not a concept or an intuitive hit that we have. This is an emotion. And so you might have these moods and periods of melancholy, let's say, but the shadow here would be falling victim to those moods and not trusting in yourself and not trusting in the universe. Oh my God. What even makes this more interesting, you see how much I love this. What even I love, more this interesting. So I love it. I feel like I've done, I've looked at my chart so much and you're telling me so many things that no one has said yet. That I love. <laughs> this is going to blow your mind now. So you also on your design side, that's the left-hand column, your Mars, your unconscious Mars is in the same gate. Okay. So you have two planets here. You have the sun, which is like, Hey, wow, look at me. This is my energy. This is huge. This is like, this is what you're going to be mostly aware of, but the unconscious Mars is your core wound. So this is something that hits you deep. So it's something that you have to process, you have to go through. It's something that like getting yourself through this is, there's a lot of pain and challenges around this, but once you master it, it's also because it's your son, it's something like your, your light's just going to shine in this area, which it does. Like we know that from your work that you put out in the world. Because your son is your life's work. It's it's what you're here to do. Yeah. So that I just found really interesting. And, you know. Wow. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Because so much of, so much of why I do what I do is because of things that happened that told me it was, that, I, that it wasn't possible, right? Mm-hmm. When I was younger. And so I definitely, it's like my greatest trauma maybe that has Mm -hmm. also, Mm -hmm. you know, manifested in me being like, well, I can't let anyone else feel this way. Mm -hmm. So I need to make sure that like, this is what everything's about. And it's so funny because, you know, I do so much. And sometimes when I've recently had a few like talks or you know, where I, you know, do like a Zoom for a bunch of college kids or whatnot, bring me on for a talk. And they're always like, 
oh, like, how do you handle your stuff is always so multifaceted and you have all these different aspects. And I'm like, well, I don't really see it that way. I mean, I am multifaceted, but for me, everything is about showing people that they can create whatever they want for their lives. And so if it doesn't have a thread of that in it, I want no part of it because it's just not interesting to me. Like anything I do on some level has that thread, but that's incredibly wild because I also never realized that that was in my design. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you who are familiar with astrology um, in a little bit deeper of a way, your unconscious Mars, that's again, that left-hand side Mars is very similar energy to Chiron, which I know I mentioned before. So Chiron is known as the wounded healer. And since Mars is also your unconscious Mars is your core wound, this is the thing that might cut us to the core. It's we have triggers around this trauma around this, as you were saying, but when we learn this energy, we process this energy, it becomes our greatest gift to the world. And so like you just saying that just like embodies that. And because it's also your son, it's just like the light you came here to shine. I love it. I love it. So then if we go down to that next one uh, below your conscious sun, this is your conscious earth and you're in astrology. If you're looking at your charts, your sun, the sun is always opposite of the earth. So earth is a very grounding feeling. Um, So, you know, if your sun, we think of like uh, heaven and earth, right? So the sun is your heaven, what you're reaching towards and how you project your personality out into the world, whereas the earth is very grounding and balancing for you. So this also, this month specifically is your evolution. And this is gate 59, which is the gate of intimacy. And so it's really important for you, if this is in your sacral center, so you don't mm. have consist like you have this gate consistently, but you don't have access to consistent sacral energy. So it's all about the energy of entering, if I'm talking about business or even personal relationships, it's you want to be sure that you are entering into the right relationships because even coaching somebody is a very intimate relationship. Taking somebody into your mastermind is a very intimate relationship. And so you want to make sure that, you know, you're, this is something that you want to always make sure that you're taking in and listening to your authority to make sure that you're entering into the right relationships, because if not, a lot of fear is going to pop up Mm -hmm. and it's about making sure that you get clear on the fears that do pop up in any relationship at any time, and then making sure that you allow them to openly exist. So like in your personal relationships or in your business relationships, just allowing those fears to exist, talking about them and not shutting yourself down or off. Because when you shut yourself down or off because of a fear, that's when you close yourself to intimacy. And this is a gift of yours. So you Mm. want to, especially because it's grounding, like these relationships that you create are very grounding to you. And I know we kind of had that conversation the other day about how, you know, you like having the one-on-one calls and that's a very intimate thing and it's very grounding for you. So coming back to that and sharing your spirit of abundance with the one-on-one calls. That is so true. That is so true. And I think that's so such an interesting thing. I definitely 
I definitely feel that with my personal life too. I'm definitely like a, uh, I like to like have people in my life that I can go really deep with um, Mm -hmm. or not at all. Um, If, if they can't like go there, I'm not really like a periphery friends kind of person. Mm -hmm. Um, But same thing in my business too, is like, that makes so much sense that for me, even though I can sell like a digital course and have a bunch of people buy it and have not an intimate relationship with everyone that buys it. And there's a great business acumen to that, right? Um, For me, I really feel good like doing even like the masterminds or where I can like see people's faces on Zoom and I really get to know who they are. And, you know, whether it's one-on-one or in a small group setting, just so interesting how it's all in our chart. (laughs) Yes. And that's the two, like even with your divinely divine your life, the process, you still keep those monthly gatherings because you desire that intimacy and you want to stay connected to the people that are in your work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It really, yeah, that really fuels me. It fuels me a lot. Like I really like when people are interacting with me. I love, you know, if anybody ever like leaves a comment on a post or if you DM mm -hmm. me or anything like that. It's very, I, I enjoy it a lot. It feels way more purposeful or like connected to me when there's like a, a conversation aspect of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So on the other side, now we go to your design side. I remember your design side kind of represents your body. It's your subconscious. So it's things that you're not necessarily aware of, but other people may see in you. And your unconscious son is your vitality and your radiance. So this is like how, you know, you can increase your health and wellness in your body by tapping into this energy. So this one is in gate nine, which is also in your sacral center. So I said like your sacral is very important to you, even though it's not defined. Which is so wild. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's just about learning how to use that energy and honor it. Like we said, honoring those rest cycles, especially as a manifester, you know, you're going to have cycles of creative flow where you're just going, going, going. And then you might have weeks of needing rest. Yeah. So it's honoring that. So with gate nine, gate nine is the gate of focus. And so you're able to hold your focus on something for an extended period of time. And you're also able to discern like what is important and what necessarily is like the minutia that, you know, you don't really need to be able to pay attention to. So like, you're really good at that discernment piece and what to focus on that's going to get results. You know, (laughs) my husband would be laughing so hard if he heard this, because (laughs) I think this part of me is also because (laughs) I'm like, okay, Dishes don't matter right now. Laundry doesn't matter right now. We're not talking about like getting crawl food right now because mm-hmm. like I have to do this, 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 and this. And I'm so clear yeah. about like what's important and so clear about like what's not important. And be like, no, oh, I need to like rent a CVS and get something. I'm like, I don't care. You handle it because it's not on my top three. <laughs> <laughs> and like the key here is to make sure that you're doing things that light you up and you're focusing on things that light you up because if it robs you or you know if it robs you of your spark it's robbing you of your vitality mm-hmm. this so, is so true for me so you want to make sure that you're like even though you're not a sacral being you still have this energy to be focused on things that light you up 
you know, and that are inspiring to you. Yep. I wilt like a flower without it. It's it's (laughs) Mm -hmm. true. It truly is. I think, you know, I have, as I've been, I'm more so geared to like work, work, work. And like, because I feel like now that I see it, like my whole design is so connected. It is kind of almost like this symphony of like, that just happens to also be what I do for a living. Right. And Mm -hmm. so it's easy for me to like, never stop working. Um, But it's interesting because as I've incorporated more like conscious rest into my life, um, I do find that actually there's a level of vitality that I lose when I don't have that, like, these are the, these are, even if it's like, it doesn't have to be a ton of things, even if it's like top two important things I need to get done today. Right. Like it does give me so much spark and joy to, to have a thing I want to do and like, just go do it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like I said, it's that gate of focus. It's like, you need something to focus on. It's important to your health. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anything else you want to say? (laughs) Yeah. So then the last gate in your incarnation cross is your unconscious earth. So again, this is subconscious things that you're not aware of. And this is actually what they call the purpose gate. So like your life's purpose. And this is gate 16, which is the gate that's coming off your throat, which Mm. I love. Uh, This is the gate of skills and magical genius. (laughs) (laughs) so this one it's the like I I experiment and create and it's like you're tasting what's right for you and like getting rid of what's not you're discerning it's kind of like that gate of focus or was it the gate of focus yeah it's kind of like the gate of focus where you're discerning the relevant and useful details so that because when you express things to other people you're teaching things to other people you don't want to worry about what's not important so you're able to discern what's like the key things that are going to get people results Mm. so you're able to you have that gift to be able to see that and then because remember it's connected to your spleen you use your intuition big time to help you utilize that energy and discern, you know, and it's, and you inspire others with your versatility and your mastery of details. Cause this is actually like a gate of mastery. Like you want to be able to experiment with different things so that you know, all of the things and then are able to focus in and discern what is important for me to share with this person and what's not. I love this. I, that is so true. And then I think it's a real it's a strength when I create my courses and when I write books, because mm-hmm. literally what I think of is like, I think of like, okay, I feel like I have a huge library of different tools that I've learned and used and all this stuff. And then I think, okay, like, what is the objective I need this person to achieve? And like, what are the best skills in my toolbox to do that in the most efficient way, you know, for them to have like the biggest results in the littlest amount of time. And like, I just naturally think that way because I, I think for me, the whole purpose of being a coach or teacher or whatever is to help expedite the journey for everyone that comes in contact with me. So I'm like, I don't need to tell them all the things that I've done because then they would take just as long. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love this so much. (laughs) Yay. Oh, I'm so glad. Wow. Oh my God. So this is, this is just, first of all, 
all the things that we went over, if someone is looking at their chart at home, can mm-hmm. they Google some of their gates, right? Oh, if they're absolutely. Like, so yeah. I want to encourage, I want to encourage you guys at home. And maybe I should have said this a little bit earlier as we were going into it, but there's so much also like on the internet. I know that all of you are going to want like a one-on-one with Jenna after this, but like, <laughs> but if as you're listening right now and you're like, wow, that was so interesting because also like, um, that's again, the first time I've had an incarnation cross explained to me that way. Right. Instead of just like the one incarnation cross, like definition of like, it's the gate of spirit or left hand of whatever. Right. Yes. Um, (laughs) But like, like actually breaking down by all of like the different, which I think is so interesting and going into those different elements that you have that work together, you know, within you. So if you're listening, you want to like go back and like re-listen to that and look at your gates and where they hit and those areas, then, you know, feel free to Google those gates. And, you know, that is, I think, something that I found really helpful is, you know, being curious, and there's so much information out there to get your wheels turning. So that also then, you know, when you go see someone, you know, like you, and you, you can have some pointed questions. And I know today, you know, we, kind of just went over like a general of some things that kind of came up and there's so much, so mm-hmm. much more we could talk about. Yes. But I think what I hope people have seen and just, you know, it actually works out perfect. Sometimes I'm pretty hesitant to have people do readings for me on the podcast because I never want listeners to be like, well, I don't care because it's, <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> you know, it's Cassandra. But and it's not relevant to them. But I think what I hope is really relevant to people from everyone listening to this, probably knowing me career wise and knowing me professionally in that way, they can really see how a lot of the insights you saw in my chart, you know, they can see for themselves in their experience of me in the world, you know, how that has manifested a lot in my career and an example of what it looks like to you know, work with your gifts. And I will say that part of that has been, you know, me doing what intuitively came to me. But I do think, you know, having human design readings and getting insights like this at different points on my path have been so affirming and so helpful. And I think especially if someone is seeking more clarity on, you know, either how to build their business or maybe why their business isn't working or, you know, why they're struggling energetically or it's just something's off, right? I think there's just looking at your design is so helpful to just be like, oh, clearly you're trying to do, you're trying to do this thing because you saw someone else did it, right? Which is, I think, you know, the danger of some, that wasn't as present when I started my business because not as many people were doing this kind of stuff. So I kind of was blind in a beautiful way. And Mm -hmm. then I think the danger of kind of seeing other people's stuff and then we model it and then we wonder why it's not working for us, right? Yes. Because we have to run it through our own design. And that's like, I mean, literally divinely design your life right (laughs) right but it's but it's but like the first module is like you're divinely designed right Mm -hmm. in that thing and like that is because of all this right is that literally like 
your astrology, your human design, your gene keys, all of these are divinely designed to help you on your path. Mm -hmm. And when you're living them, when you're living by your design, things flow, things feel good. You want to call it alignment. You want to call it magnetism, whatever you want to call it, right? It's like shit works Mm -hmm. (laughs) in your life and you feel good. Um, And how beautiful it is that at the center of all of it, it's really just because you're honoring who you really are and who you're always meant to be. Mm -hmm. You're coming back to your authenticity and like stripping away the layers that you've put on yourself to fit in or be somebody else. And that's what you were saying. Like we all try to find different strategies that might help us in business and everything. But when we come back to who we are, that's when we magnetize the people who are meant to be in our worlds to us. So it's really empowering. It's such an empowering tool. I love it. I love it. Okay. I feel like I know I could talk to you forever about this. We could literally have like a three hour podcast. Maybe we'll have to bring you back. If you guys are curious, you have more questions. Um, If you want to know more specifics for uh, Jenna, you can feel free to um, either DM me or shoot a, you know, a comment on Insta or put a comment or this will be on YouTube as well and let us know. And I'll definitely take all that into consideration. But I want to ask you before we go, can you just kind of walk me through if someone, when someone books a session with you, what are the things that you generally cover? Like, how does that flow for someone? Because I feel like for us, like we literally just like took a very small slice of my pie, right? Mm-hmm. To show for this episode. But what would you do if we were having like a full on session? Yeah, so I have two different readings. One's a more basic of like, if you're brand new to human design, like I don't recommend doing what you and I just did just because you want to learn more of your basics first. And so that one, in that one, I go over your entire astrology chart, like the key placements there, and then your type strategy authority, and then a lot of your centers, um, kind of like what we did today. If the second reading I have is like a level two, let's call it, and that would be what we did today and then some, because I go over every single placement in that reading um, and looking at, because believe it or not, your unconscious side has an astrology chart as well. So you have houses for where these planets are for your unconscious side. So yes, you're an Aries rising for your personality side, but you're a Gemini rising for your body side, your design side. Oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I believe you're a sat your a Sag Sun on your body side. Mm-hmm. So, like, we go into those types of things of where where these planets play out in your life, um, and then you know I do how we started. Really, I go through um, like where the energy is pulling me in your chart first. So I just look at your centers where you really defined what uh, where do you have a lot of gates defined but maybe you're not defined in that area and then we go through all of the planets and then a little bit more wow it's very deep and I think I saw on the Instagram that you have a a workshop or master class coming up yeah so this Thursday um I'm doing a free masterclass called Back to Basics where, and it'll be free forever. So even if you miss this Thursday or you're listening to this later than this Thursday, it'll still be up and available for you. But I'm very excited about it because I feel like sometimes we dive deep into the rabbit hole without really integrating what we learn. And 
you know, I know that we can we can learn as much as we want. We can acquire the knowledge, but we're if we're not actually embodying it or practicing, we're not we're not going to see the point. We're not going to see the benefits of it. And so I wanted to bring everybody back to the basics, but with a little twist because I like to do think part of my incarnation cross is depth, mm. it's going really deep. So it's things about your type, your strategy, your authority that you don't necessarily normally hear on the internet. So I'm like excited about it because like, we're really going to go into more frequency stuff and even tapping into like aligning for manifestation through your type strategy and authority. Ooh, guys, I think I might have to join. I might have to watch (laughs) this. I love it. You know, and I love that you're doing that. I highly recommend that to anyone that's listening and is like, whether this reinvigorated your already love for human design or you're like, wow, this whole opened up a whole world and maybe we got a little over your head here, but I just wanted to like get to the juice um, is that I remember just, just focusing, you could easily just focus on your energy type and your strategy for Mm -hmm. a year and like transform your life and know nothing else about your human design chart. Mm -hmm. And that alone would completely transform your life. So I highly recommend um, joining live on Thursday or we'll put the link below and you can get the replay if you don't make it live on Thursday. I think I'm definitely gonna watch it because now I'm like, I wanna know like what is the internet not telling me about being a manifester? Um, I'm just endlessly curious at this because look at this. I mean, I went into this and I have been, I've done numerous human design readings. I've been into it for a while myself and you said so many things to me today that I've never heard before. No one's connected the dots that way and, and seen it that way. So thank you so much for being on Jenna. This was incredible. Thank you. you. I'm so honored that you had me. Of course. And we'll put all of her information below. So you can find her on Instagram. You can find her website if you want to book a session with her. And of course you can sign up for the free workshop. So thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.